How am I sounding? I am in a different room this time. Uh, you sound just as fantastic as you normally do. Oh shush. So we're back. We are back. Do you know how long it's been since our last episode? Hmm. I am going to say about five weeks. It is almost a month to the to the day. Wow. Yeah, our last episode was out July 31st. I feel like we have some explaining to do. Yes, Sam, why don't you explain yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like it's mostly my fault, let's be honest here. It's, I think it's both of our faults. I think you're allowed to take a vacation in August. Yes, but we should have been truthful to ourselves. I would have felt better about it had we just gone, you know what, we're taking a month off. Mm, I agree. Rather than perhaps being overly ambitious. Well, this is something I do suffer from, Sam. Uh, Me too. How was your August podcast vacation? How was your summer? Uh, My summer was great. You know what? Someone asked me that the other day. Hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck. Summer's over? Summer's pretty much over. What happened during summer? I I feel like I had a pretty eventful summer. I have absolutely no idea what happened this summer. So you had some parental leave. I did. Which, as it turns out, is not what I think. Which is basically you just get days and days of empty time to do nothing um is that what you think or is that what you now think it is that's what i thought it was <laughs> so oh yeah right i have just unlimited time to do nothing <laughs> that, that was pretty much it i actually took lots of naps <laughs> i i went to the school of the edwin school of naps that's a great school tough to get into it the is. entrance exam is quite challenging i heard you have to get like at least an eight out of ten in napping I'm now trying to think what the criteria for a nap exam would be. I guess the willingness to nap is one. That's true. I think like the speed of the nap, mm. the refreshment felt after napping. Right. And then the ability to go to bed almost like two hours after that. <laughs> I was interested to ask you how you went about managing your time mm. now that the structure of the nine to five workday had been taken away from you. Well, surprisingly, I was very structured about it. So... Right, because this was what I had failed to realize is that children are there and they have pretty strict routines. They do. Um, and thankfully, though, they, they were still going to like a preschool. I had to bring them to school at nine in the morning, which means that I have to get them ready starting around 730. Right. And the kids wake up around 630 or seven o'clock. No matter what you do, just expect to wake up at 630 is a pretty, pretty good way to structure your day. Yeah, there's like uh, two tiny alarm clocks. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Wait, they're actually bigger than alarm clocks. Tiny people-sized alarm clocks. Uh, Especially if you are sleeping in their bed. Is Uh, that still happening? No, I'm not sleeping. I never slept on their bed. I slept on the floor in between their beds. Oh, right, of course. Silly me. (laughs) That's a far better arrangement. Yeah, but... Is this still happening? It is still happening. Um, I am... I I now have a nice little futon mattress on the floor. Because it, it was giving me back problems of just sleeping with like a thin little blanket on the floor. <laughs> Prison style. <laughs> you know, I had to pick them up around um, at five o'clock, which meant that I needed to start preparing to leave the house around 4.30. You traded your nine to five for a nine to 4.30. Right, exactly. Did you have any goals for your month off? <laughs> Not month off, parental leave, let's call it what it is. My primary goal was to work out every day. Good goal. Because I figured if I'm going to do something for my kids, getting healthy is probably uh, one of the best things to do so that 
I can then spend more quality time with them. Yeah, and like carry them around more. Exactly. Like kids love that, right? Right. I think. Did I tell you the story of uh, of me carrying around my daughter all day with one arm? No. <laughs> so it was one. It was like one of those days where like you just don't notice that you're carrying them all day with with mm. your left arm. And so the next day, like my entire left arm felt entirely sore and it was kind of tingling. And I thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you just you've been working out one arm very <laughs> exactly. very intensely for a day. <laughs> and then I, I realized that, oh yeah, it's for me carrying around my daughter with my left arm. I'm gonna hang up this nine one one call <laughs> and say, Oh no, false alarm. So I figured, you know, getting healthy was was one of the top priorities for the summer. So I made it a point to work out every day, which I did, actually. Nice. Has that continued? Yes. So on top of that, like a month before I, I went on my leave, I started P90X, which is a which I was actually talking to someone today and he thought that P90X was like a chemical. <laughs> like, it's like a performance enhancing drug. Exactly. Like I was yeah, juicing up. roids for a month. Yeah. <laughs> As we speak, I am on day three of the third month. So that is technically day 59 of 90. P59X. Exactly. If awesome. it was P59X, I would just have today and I'd be done. So what happens on P91X? P91X is uh, I'm going to take a week off to just take a break, maybe do some light cardio. And then the week after, I'm starting P90X3, which is their newest program. P90 triple X. <laughs> That's not the same. Oh, okay. Different thing, right? The reason why I'm doing P90X3 is because I found out that all the workouts on P90X3 are 30 minutes long. How long are they normally? Uh, an hour. That's quite the time saver. It is. And I think it's more like high intensity interval training stuff rather than grunting out uh, reps until failure. That's quite the mental image you you, you painted. <laughs> it's yeah, it's ugly, but it's true. My wife always asks me whenever she's whenever I'm working out. She's like, afterwards, she's, are you okay? A lot of strange sounds coming from the basement. Right. Another side goal was to work on some side projects, which nice. uh, I I think I got started on one, uh, and I that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I mean, it's easy to start projects, so I think you know that's good. That's true. So easy to start them, so difficult to finish them. <laughs> we should take a month off and then come back renewed and refreshed. Uh, I do feel refreshed. I'm very happy to be back at work. I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to take a month off. I, mean, I was also talking about this podcast, mm, but good. I'm glad that your true. work life right. is the same too. Yeah, I'm actually excited to be back on the podcast. I, I like the note of surprise in your voice. <laughs> like, thanks for welcoming me back. Yeah, I've been here every week just talking to myself. I don't know what you've been doing. <laughs> I would like those recordings, please. <laughs> Actually, we did record an episode, didn't we? We did. That must have been maybe like the I don't know, first week of, of August. That was, yes, like two or three weeks ago. And then you said you'd edit it, and then I said I'd edit it, and then no one edited it, <laughs> and then we decided it was a bad episode. It was. Uh, I was not happy after I recorded that episode about the episode. I can't even remember the episode, so, you know, that's not a great sign. Yeah, we kind of half discussed a book that I read that you said you'd read, but I instead read. We are, of course, talking about Fluency by Jennifer Fona Wells. Right. And you know what? I am about 90 pages from the end of that book. Oh, great. 
I read it while on vacation in Los Angeles. Excellent. So maybe next week we can actually talk about it. <laughs> yes. Let's actually talk about it because uh, I would like to continue on the book. Yes, there is a second There is a, a second, second one. Yes. In the Atlassian trilogy. <laughs> the 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 Jira, or as uh some people like to call Jira, which makes no sense. Makes it sound like a delicious Greek sandwich. <laughs> yes. On a nice flatbread. Speaking of flatbread. Amazing segue. I can't wait to see what what's at the end of it. I went to Turtles Pizza. <laughs> That is such a good segue. Segway Man is back. I'm so happy to have him. <laughs> Took me a month to reinvigorate for just that segue. So for those of you who might not know, Sam, what is Turtles Pizza? Turtles Pizza is a pizza parlor in... Do they even call it pizza parlors anymore? Let's so say... That's the first time I've heard anyone call it that for a little while. So mm. that's not, you should bring it back. Yeah, it is a pizza parlor in Lodi, New Jersey. How do you spell Lodi? L-O-D-I. Oh, literally that. Okay. Yes. So it is a it is a pizza parlor that caught my attention because it's on my bus route, and right. it caught my attention because the word turtles in turtles pizza is the way exactly the same way they write turtles in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Maybe we'll put a link to your um, Snapchat picture because it is quite frankly amazed that they have not been shut down for copyright infringement. At the same time, I'm very happy that they haven't been shut down for copyright infringement. It is quite joyous. It is. So I went. To, I finally went to Turtles Pizza, and um, I, I think I've told you about it because uh, the the topic of Turtles, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, came up at one point in one of our podcasts. Yes, and I think that's how this whole thing came up. Maybe right. You know, and you begged me to go there, and so I did. I did. Amazing. And this I was, can't believe I have such influence on your life. I'm quite. I'm quite, I'm quite proud of that. <laughs> and this is during my parental leave, so um, it was after a run. On one of the hottest days, and I think, uh, and I think it was a day when it actually hit like ninety degrees. God. Yeah, if you are lucky enough to not live in the New York uh, tri-state area, it has been gross here over like the last three weeks. Right. So I remember parking at the parking lot of the place, and was this for lunch? This was for a late lunch because I had my I had my run around like maybe eleven thirty, and I got okay. back around. 12 30 and then i decided to go around one o'clock and so it was at the hottest point of the afternoon also i love that we've been so indoctrinated into the swedish lifestyle that we think one o'clock is a late lunch <laughs> right <laughs> um and so i was done with my run and it was like a really hot run but I, I i sort of powered through it and i was sweating my ass off and i took a shower i cooled off and everything and i went to get lunch and i remember when i pulled up like i already started sweating because like if you work if you're in a mode of like constantly working out like you sweat a lot easier yeah and there's a little residual sweatiness happening afterwards as well right um, despite the best attempts at showers exactly and uh so two things that i noticed i started to sweat a little bit in the car as soon as i turned <laughs> off the engine i, I like to think it's because of the excitement of going to total exactly pizza. there's the palpable mm. excitement there you can taste <laughs> it in your mouth it's very tangible yeah it's not the taste of pizza it's just salty sweat <laughs> and the second thing that i noticed was uh there was a delivery person that was leaving to what looked like deliver a turtle's pizza, but she was looking at me like I was lost. Like, <laughs> like what is this person doing here, parking into this parking lot of turtle's pizza? Is it part of like a strip mall, or is it just like a little standalone building, or what's like the layout? It's in between the parking lot of a motel and an auto repair shop. Great place for restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I I realized that it might look a little odd that a 
um, <laughs> that an SUV with children's seats in the car. And a very strangely sweaty man. <laughs> and a strangely driving. sweaty Asian man coming out for a slice of pizza with no one in sight. <laughs> I go in there and uh, it's uh, the place is absolutely dead. There's probably like two little tables in there with like two seats each. Uh, the guy is obviously not expecting anyone to come in. And uh, I ask him, hey, you guys open? They're like, they first look at me like I'm crazy. Because there's just one guy, one guy manning like the oven and the other guy manning the cash register. Both of them were on their phone. And so I walk up to the guy and say, hey, uh, you guys open? They're like, yes. They look at me strangely. And I ask. Bewildered. What's happening right now? Right. You have to do customer service. <laughs> um, and then I ask them if I can get two slices of pizza. And they have to double check like two slices of pizza. Right. <laughs> I like they wait. They have to check what you ordered, or if they have them. Uh, they check if I'm sure I want to order. Okay, <laughs> you're just strangely disoriented and you know in the wrong in the wrong place. Right. Okay. And then they ask me. Uh, oh, when I say uh, for here, and they then ask me for here, and I said yes <laughs> for here. Uh, they're probably wondering because it was probably the hottest restaurant I've ever been in. So not only was it a 90 degree day, but they have like their ovens on, obviously. scant air conditioning. So yeah, exactly. So it's easily like 100 degrees in there. Right, they cook the pizzas just like putting them on the counter. (laughs) (laughs) So I have my pizza uh, and I'm sweating my ass off, like absolutely just like drenched because it's supposed... Were you not tempted tempted just to go eat it in the car in like air conditioning? No, because that's even weirder. So I snapped a little, uh, a little treat for people that follow me on Instagram. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. Yep. <laughs> okay, and so the actual pizza itself. The actual pizza know. was just okay. It was like a mm. normal New York, New York like deli style pizza. Compared to the rest of the world, it's probably quite good pizza. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'd say if I was in Kentucky, I would probably die for a slice like that. <laughs> Although Papa John's is pretty good. You do get that garlic mayo dipping sauce. Yeah, it's it's not mayo though. It's garlic butter, even better. Well, you can see how long it's been since I had Papa John's. So, yeah, maybe I should rectify this. That's my turtles pizza uh, extravaganza. I I am at a loss for words, but I'm very glad you went. You kind of put that mystery to bed. I mean, do you think it's like just a front for some drug distribution? It's like a drug warehouse. I don't know what, what. I don't know the. I was trying to attempt to do some kind of street drug lingo, but I failed. Maybe they exchange the ooze, the T C R I ooze. Do I don't know what that is? Yes, it is. If you're well versed in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle world, it is. The, uh, this is about fall down. Okay. It is the chemical that actually changed oh. <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, uh, they were just regular teenage turtles, I guess, before. Yes, they were just regular turtles. Uh, I would go again. Okay. Did you write a, a Foursquare review? I did not. Wait, wait, hold on. Let's let's look up Yelp reviews. I don't have Yelp because I don't believe in it, but I am going to look on Foursquare. You look on the Yelp. <laughs> oh, look at this. Delivery girl was very nasty. She saw me <laughs> having a hard time with the steps when I told her I need her to bring the food up. She flat out said no. Very rude and walked away after getting a $10 tip. So I'm I'm thinking this is the same delivery girl that was giving me the evil eye. <laughs> Would they deliver to your to your house? 
too far away. I guess. Uh, they might actually. Well, they think how crappy that delivery girl's gonna be if she has to drive like a half hour <laughs> and see me. She'd be like, <laughs> right? "You're that strange guy that was parked out." You're that sweaty Asian guy. <laughs> Let's talk about Stranger Things. It's been a while. It's been uh, maybe like two or three weeks since I saw it. I think I saw it maybe in the first week it came out. Now that makes me sound like I'm cool and ahead of the curve. Maybe the second week but it came you out. You are cool and ahead of the curve. Oh, Sam. Shush. I'm so out of practice. I can't remember how this podcast goes. Okay, so we're going to talk about Stranger Things. Sam, you are good at summarizing the plot mm. of such things. If you haven't watched Stranger Things, it is a show about these three kids, or actually four kids, where uh, four group of kids that are very close to each other. They live around each other. The setting is set in the 80s, so that you know they, they're the type of kids that bike everywhere and play games together. Um, and one night, after a marathon session of playing D&D, which is awesome, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of the kids, or they all sort of bike home, and one of the kids mysteriously disappears. Um, and that's essentially the story. And so, like, the people are then trying to find out where this kid is, uh, uh, why he's missing, and um, and as he goes missing, this other kid appears who is a girl who seems to have these strange mystical powers. Um, and that's essentially, in a nutshell, what the teaser is about. Good job, Sam. Thanks. I guess we should put spoiler warnings now. We should. Yes. So, if you have not watched Stranger Things, spoilers ahead. Stop now. Okay, and then to everyone else, come with us as we discuss Stranger Things, and I struggle to remember what happened. <laughs> right. So let's assume that everyone has watched the show and we don't need to repeat the entire storyline. Great. That'll save us some minutes of editing. Exactly. Well, we're, so I'd love, to, I'd love to start with what you thought were the highlights of the show. The biggest highlight is that all the child actors were amazing. And there was very, it was very rare that... In fact, I can't even remember a single time where I wanted to stop watching just so I could punch them in the face. Mm. Which is often what happens with many child actors. This is true. And for them to be able to find five child actors who were all excellent, that was pretty amazing. Right. Yeah, I have no idea how they found these kids that were... um, that just really meshed well together. Right, totally did. So, you know, don't know who the casting director was, but they deserve a raise. Yeah. In fact, like, I actually loved all the characters. Yeah. Like, um, I even liked the cop i even like the mom as crazy and frantic as she was i felt a little disappointed that it was that i don't know winona ryder just got to do like the distraught mom thing it was see that was the only part of it that was really um i i felt was silly it's it it seemed like in the short amount of that show she was immediately typecasted as that woman for some reason right but at the same time i felt her her reasoning as to why she was crazy and why she was going nuts was very well done. But yeah, even even the the Scott guy, the mm, who was he the ex husband? No, he was the um the guy that sleeps with the daughter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I remember reading somewhere that they originally just had him as a stereotypical like jock, jock guy yep. who is a jerk. And then, thankfully, 
as they were developing this more they then you know realized actually if he make him a bit sympathetic towards the end that right actually is more interesting than but him as being a jerk but even the way they did that like they made it into this point where he wasn't completely replaced by the other guy the the brother of the kid that got lost um and they made that dynamic uh like really solid in a more believable way and him actually redeeming himself and being there for like the reasons that he should be there for her um i thought were really good yeah and then that made that scene where they where they try to draw out the monster mm-hmm. to trap it in the stereotypical scene you'd be like okay the jerk guy is gonna get killed totally <laughs> but then because he kind of redeems himself you're like oh shit what is gonna happen right so i think that actually worked in their favor um i'm gonna send i put a link and i will put a link in the show notes there's a buzzfeed article with some which is a typical buzzfeed article mm-hmm. 24 things everyone who's in love with stranger things will appreciate <laughs> uh they're just some like quite fun pictures and there's some like cast photos which are just totally adorable have a look that first that first picture is amazing oh that's great i actually saw that picture on instagram or twitter or something like that oh yeah yeah amazing yeah, i'm sure it's on the rounds i thought the entire production of it being set in the 80s was uh really well done but at the same time i have my beef with it yeah i i can't fault the set design the accuracy of all the props and the settings and the um staging right yeah just the production quality of it like i even so one of the biggest things that i really love about the show which i think is also for everyone else is uh are the titles are the main credit titles right when the names flash by and then the stranger things logo sort of forms itself it's very 80s very well done but there's one detail that i absolutely love about it which is whenever there's white text and like a black background and the Mm -hmm. white text actually fades away it briefly turns red before it fades away, which is a, a, it's actually a film. It's like a remnant of film and how film behaves whenever it goes from like a light to dark. And the fact that they were actually like capture that either, they either did it the old school way, which is to actually put it on film and actually record that, or they did it digitally, which was to mimic it. I think either way, that's incredible uh, attention to detail that, yeah, I saw uh, like a bunch of videos about the agency that and how they made the film titles, the titles to Stranger Things. Right. And I think it was both. They did it once just to capture the essence of what it looks like on film mm-hmm. and then they reproduce it digitally. Gotcha. I think. So the last thing that I really loved was there's like so many little tidbits to 80s shows and um like just stuff from that era but one of the biggest things that really hit home for me was they must have gotten this from the game because there's this game called earthbound it's like a it's a super nes game oh my era of gaming then totally and you'd actually love this game it's sort of like an easy-ish rpg that's super charming you had me at easy-ish but just the whole feeling of the game is like you're this boy that has this posse of like three other friends and you're going around trying to find like aliens right and adults are sort of the bad guys in the show i mean in the game and it has like this really similar feel and at one point like one of your main weapon is a baseball bat and your sister who's with you is actually wearing like a nice pink dress with like and she has yellow hair 
Hmm. And in the show, like, there's a point where uh, Eleven, which is like the the girl with the ESP powers, um, oh yeah, has uh, is wearing like a pink dress and has yellow hair because of the wig that they put on her. It's exactly the same. And then when when the older sister goes to look for whatever it is, like she has a baseball bat, which um, which I, I I can't help but feel like there there are nods to this game. There's just so many little things like that that I'm sure we'll 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 continue to find. Um, but yeah. those are little things that I really liked. So what what are the things you did not like? It being set in the 80s was such a device that I can't help but think if it wasn't set in the 80s, would it still be an effective story? Um, because overall, as much as I liked the entire show and the production of it, I felt like the story was just a little meh. Yeah, I think I would agree. I think that's what I have realized in the last two or three weeks since watching it. Mm-hmm. Is that like now I'm like the story or I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, wait, what happened with what was going on in the story again? Like there was the monster Mm. and the upside down and it was grabbing people. But then there were the scientists and Eleven came from somewhere. And right. Yeah. You know, like it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's kind of a good story. And actually what you're mostly left with is, oh, yeah, the titles were really great or the music was really great or the production was really great. Or like I love the accuracy of the of the sets and you're like oh right what was the story again yeah exactly (laughs) um so i wish i wish the story could have been a little stronger if not even the ending could have been a little bit um better to make the story a little bit more meaningful i guess like i think there was a lot of opportunities to actually tie in the monster to the girl in some way I was expecting that to happen at some point. Yeah, like... Which, I does that happen at the end? I, I mean, don't think so. I don't know if it's even implied or... But she killed the monster by sacrificing herself. I don't... That's not what I felt it was. I think... But I might be reading into my mind a little bit too much. But I think that's what the show kind of wants you to do. Like, so in my mind, I think that... um the the monster is actually eleven. It's mm. like the the other side. What do they call it? Was it the other side? The oh, the upside down. The upside down version of eleven. And I and I think there's a point where she realizes this. Like when she realizes, like she has to go away in order for that thing to go away. Like, do you remember when they go when the sister and the brother mm-hmm. go th- through like the tree portal to the other side? Yeah. Like what the fuck was that? Why didn't they tell everyone else where where that was? And how, I, like that was a bit strange to mm-hmm. me. And I still I still, I still think back. And I was like, wait, what happened there? That that was a little strange because you think like the only portal is the one in the science warehouse, right? Uh, that's not really what it's called, um, right? I, but then there were these other portals around. You're like, oh yeah, there is there there's there are portals that opened up that opened up itself like with certain opportunities and i think those opportunities is when there is like i don't know like conflict or mm. when someone is very distraught i don't know i forget what it was but it sort of made sense as i was watching but you're right now that i think about it i'm like what was it that made them open up right and then they that just seems to go nowhere yeah. like they went in escaped the monster got back out again right but you you understood that there were temporary doors that's the only thing that i kind of remember about it now uh, okay right and the only door that was permanently open was the one in the lab. Or science warehouse, as I like to call it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those ones 
that I am concerned about the second season. Mm. Just hope it's not a true detective. Yeah. It was great. And I do remember at the time, I, I absolutely, I loved it. Like, I think we munched through it in like a week. So probably one of the most enjoyable things I've watched this year. So overall, I really liked it, but I felt like there was some actual substance missing from the story itself. Uh, but production and everything else, thankfully, made up for me, made it up for me. Right. Yeah. And I, was, I do remember wondering at the time, like, am I just being manipulated by nostalgia? Right. Exactly. Like, are they pushing these nostalgia buttons so well that I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I really want to know what teenagers th- think of this. Yeah. Like, that'd be good. Teenagers review Stranger Things. <laughs> See, if I was at BuzzFeed, that's what I would make. That'd be my first video. <laughs> that's a video just begging to be made, right? <laughs> so, are we going to do a final rating? Do you want to rate yeah. this? Yeah. This is a tough one. Well, I mean, I'm going to give it a four. I'm going between a three and a four. Three and a half, then? Um, are we permitting half ratings? No, hmm. we are not. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you have to make a decision, Sam. I'd give it a five for the production and a three for the story. Yeah, five for the casting and the characters. Three for being manipulated by nostalgia. Right. <laughs> I am off to do day 59 of P90X. Go P59X. Did you say beef 59X? Oh, no, but that should be the name of it. (laughs) (sighs) See, branding, branding and content. This is what I should be doing. Beef 59X. (laughs) That sounds really gross. Go beef. (laughs) Oh, there's there's another thing that I wanted to ask. So what's what's up with like BuzzFeed Yellow and BuzzFeed Blue? This sounds like a 90s stand-up comedian routine you have, Sam. Uh, what's up with the BuzzFeed Blue? They have, like, BuzzFeed Blue, BuzzFeed Yellow, and I believe a BuzzFeed Red? Uh, BuzzFeed Red is just BuzzFeed. Okay. I think there is also a BuzzFeed Purple. So, that's a good question. And uh, as best as I can understand it, they're basically all the same, really. BuzzFeed Blue is a bit more like... Real life? Uh, yeah. Like, like the- life hacks? If you look at the head, the header image of Buzz of um, on the YouTube channel pages, you're right. Like Buzzfeed Blue has like sciencey things, has like a microscope, mm. uh, old style television, a textbook with an atom on the front, a pair of thick rimmed glasses. Um, Buzzfeed Yellow, on the other hand, has then like a bicycle and some sneakers, <laughs> and a camera and some robots and a small bonsai Mm. tree on top of a television well the point of me telling you this was that uh uh, there is a segment on buzzfeed called life change life slash change and oh it's sort of like try guys but it's um they they do things for like a longer amount of time but anyway there's one group that did the p90x you should check it out as i'm doing i've I've seen it because i'm Obviously obsessed with BuzzFeed. I've seen that video. (laughs) (laughs) Right, then they do like a kind of a before and after thing, right? So they take all the body measurements and stuff like that. But I did not take any body measurements. I think I will as soon as I'm done with this circuit. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. One of the guys in that video has since left, but he wrote, he put a video about why he left. Is it the white guy? It's the... Or the Asian guy? Ginger guy. That is the white guy. Ginger guys are white guys. Okay. I think this is what I've learned today. Um, it's about why he left BuzzFeed, uh, which is interesting. 
just to give a little inside mm. scoop on that. Um, I guess it's not that surprising, but I think he, to summarize, because it's like a six minute video, but to summarize, it's like he felt just like a kind of uninspired, just the handle on the meat grinder grinding out these videos, not that much editorial or creative control over them, just as a video producer, just, you know, churning them out. Gotcha. Which I can understand. Yeah. Yes, you know, you are a, you're a young, wide-eyed filmmaker. Oh, I get hired by BuzzFeed. Mm. Amazing. And then, oh, I spend my whole day just making videos. People try X food for the first time. Yeah. And I think he was also unhappy with the exclusive arrangements they have. Like, if you work for BuzzFeed, you can't make any other videos on the side. Right. That sucks. Uh, but yeah, we'll link to that in the show notes. Okay. So that was a little bonus BuzzFeed corner for you. <laughs> it is. We need a jingle for that. Um, oh, we could be uh, trying to incorporate the uh, the sign swinging sound. Oh yeah, <laughs> that BuzzFeed has. <laughs> no, you go ahead. I was going to de- derail the conversation. You sound like you're going to say something serious. <laughs>